0: You are now listening to Lost Wise Guys Production.
1: Welcome to your weekly wisdom on the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Don't forget to pray. I am your host, Islam, God of the Sun, Ra, accompanied by Daniel, the Madman, Papa Sun Killer. Don't have no more kneecaps. Can't walk. Rosado, how you doing, Dan?
0: Hey, go, Slob, So I don't have any <laughs> kneecaps, so I can't walk. <laughs> man. <Me.
1: laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, welcome to another episode. Um, we are recording a second episode from Chicago. Uh, we did AEW Revolution. AEW Revolution. AEW Revolution last night. Uh, it was a great show. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh we're going to get into more of that later mm-hmm. but first let's talk about our day yeah All Right. uh we got up did a business recorded episode that you guys probably hear heard before this yeah. uh, about C2E2 yeah uh go check it out um and then we went to a barbecue place yeah for lunch and honestly it was it was fucking great it's called smoke barbecue it's s-m-o-q-u-e uh barbecue uh we had to take like a half an hour train ride for it yeah uh, we got there it was packed uh we had to wait like a uh, at least half an hour for a table uh, and to well get our first food. off the train ride um so we took the train we get off
0: and it made us walk a lot longer than we really needed to
1: yeah well we <laughs> got off in the wrong like uh exit if we would have walked on the track itself all the way to the other end yeah, just and got off distance. on that exit it would have been like a super short distance to but the barbecue place the,
0: the thing is since we did walk so much and we were right next to uh, a pretty busy road there's train tracks next to us all these other things that's talking to me the whole time <laughs> and i can't hear a damn thing he's saying i'm tired i want to eat some food so i'm just doing the whole nod i was like yeah oh wow and then at one point he said something about a pigeon and started doing this crazy walk and I just like I don't know, and he must be hungry too. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I
1: just I just was like right, let's go. It just kept on going. I was really hungry, but <laughs> I, I I while we were walking under this bridge, there was this pigeon, like following another pigeon, and it was just like, it was posted like it was blocking its path. It kept like trying to block its path, and it was like moving its head and it was like doing a little dance. Yeah. I was like, oh, that pigeon trying to fuck. <laughs> And I was like, shit. And I told Dan, yeah. and Dan just, like, smiled and nodded at me. And I was like, oh, okay. And you legitimately thought
0: I'd do what the fuck you're Yeah, yeah, about. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I mean, I figured you were like, ah, okay, I don't care. And then I was just like, whatever, this shit's funny to me. So, <laughs> so we continued on. But then he later tell me that he didn't hear one thing I said. I didn't hear a thing you yeah. said the entire walk there. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like we said in the previous episode, I really enjoyed the – the transportation here in yeah. south chicago it's really easy um it's with the exception
0: with the exception of finding well, like where you need to go on
1: foot yeah because we're not from around here yeah. so that part we're having an issue but once we get to the station and take the oh that's the, the transportation it it's super simple yeah i also fear it's a little bit more organized than what we have in elizabeth okay and I've never taken a bus in New York City mm-hmm. but I feel like th- it'll be similar okay like for us in New Jersey like the buses and the trains are like because it's not a large city mm-hmm. because it's like the whole state so like everything runs it takes a lot more time yeah but here because in like we're in like a city like New York or something um we're in a major city <clears throat> we're in a major city everything is like running smoothly it's it's pretty quick uh cheap actually i thought it'd be a little bit more expensive but everything is pretty cheap like we got a a three-day pass for 20 bucks uh, that we can use unlimited for the three days for 72 hours which was perfect for us
0: even if you get the just the regular single ride that's yeah you get you it's three trips within two hours
1: yeah you get three rides within two hours which is again super cheap it's a four dollar single trip ticket or even if it's five dollars for th- uh you get 3 rides yeah right so it's like you're not paying more than $2 a ride yeah, yeah it's it's crazy like, it's fantastic um yeah so we got to the barbecue place it was packed there was a long line mm-hmm. and the i was expecting to be seated and then like have like a waiter or waitress come up and take our order and stuff but yeah. the way they do it here it's um uh, <clears throat> you walk up to like a cashier they take your order and then you kind of wait whether you're going to stay there or not. And then they have people trying to find tables for you and clean them up. And they have like a great system uh, of how to do things. Like it runs very smoothly because honestly, it, I feel like if it's a place that didn't have a system like that, it would have took us a lot longer. But it would have
0: been chaos, yeah.
1: The line was moving very quickly. It uh We got our food pretty quickly, in my opinion, uh, for a place that was that busy. Yeah. And uh, the food was awesome.
0: Yeah, the food was great. I mean, right when I walked in, I saw the line. I was like, "Nope." You're like, I just I hate waiting. Yeah. Uh, for for anything, especially food. Like, particularly when it comes to food, that's one thing where it's like, if I have to wait for food, like you know how much I like Red Lobster. Yeah. I'm the guy that when I walk to Red Lobster, I have to wait to be seated. All I'm trying to do at that point is convince everyone to go somewhere else. I don't. I refuse to wait. So this one was like, we got nowhere else. I can't like, even yeah, bring that heard up. Yeah, her red lobster has a corona. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I just be like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. I'm not gonna wait for food. I know there's a McDonald's nearby. So like, that's me. So we're waiting in line. I'm like, all right, food's gonna be good. I I I'm pretty
1: sure of this. Yeah, it smells great.
0: Yeah. So we're doing that. It's just I hate people. We're in a crowd, crowded <laughs> place, very tight, crowded place. I'm waiting for food. I was like, I don't like this. There, there's a lot I do not enjoy here right now. Uh we had to wait. The like, I like you said, with the system of the whole, um, the whole like preparing the food and everything. Like it was, it was best. And the biggest issue that we pretty much talked about was that it's just a small location. They need to expand, get a little bit bigger, like a little bigger venue to do the thing. I feel like if that was the case, it would be a lot better. Um, but because it's such a tight, small area, it was just like that was just upsetting. And whole time thing is like, I don't have to sit next to somebody I don't fucking know. Because the tables are, like, very, very close because the place is so small. Yeah. And luckily, we got a table, like, off on the side on the wall.
1: Yeah, but that happens. So, I know because you don't go in the city too much. Yeah. Uh, I don't go anywhere. That's yeah. Thing. So, yeah. in New York City, because space is limited, yeah. um, a lot of restaurants are that size. Yeah. And the tables are set up that way where you just end up sitting next to people you don't know. Yeah. And then you're kind of trying to have a conversation. Yeah. And trying not to listen to other people's conversation. I mean, I've experienced
0: that. I'm not a Which is
1: hard. Like, you're not doing it on purpose. It's just someone else is just talking, like, right next to your ear. And you can't help but, like, kind of zone in and out of their conversation. Yeah. And it's weird. But it is what it is. Yeah. It's uh, like, that
0: was annoying. But the food, like you said, awesome.
1: So I got the the sliced brisket platter, mac and cheese, cornbread, uh, coleslaw, and... um, uh bread pudding
0: mm-hmm.
1: everything first of all the meat mm. okay it's uh dry rubbed um mm-hmm. uh, it was it tasted so good like the brisket when i put it in my mouth it just melted in my mouth it mm-hmm. was so fucking good mm-hmm. the mac and cheese was delicious it was definitely homemade it wasn't like um they they made their own cheese sauce i can tell because it was like a thicker cheese sauce with like it was kind of grainy okay and you can tell that is homemade because the cheese, uh, cheese never really. Uh, if you use good cheese like that, it doesn't fully melt into like uh, like the the normal cheese sauce you you would see somewhere else. That's how you know it's like good authentic cheese. Mm-hmm. So it was that, and it had breadcrumbs on top, and it was baked in this little tin side um, tin, almost like this. I don't even know how to explain how small it was. It was just like. It's it's a small portion, but it the flavor is so good you don't need more than that. It was just it was a perfect amount, and it was fantastic. Yeah, cornbread was the same way. It was delicious. It was made in the same size tin. Um, I also put a picture up on my social media. I don't know if it'll still be up there by the time this comes out, but uh, I'll try to put it on um, on my Chicago trip. Uh, What are those called? Like the i don't know you're not you are not going to look who you're talking <coughs> to right now exactly <laughs> so in instagram there's the like you can save stories on your home page yeah. where like people other people can see it okay. yeah it stays there forever or until you take it off okay. i forgot exactly what it's called but um i'll put it up there for our chicago trip like all the things we did um uh, the barbecue sauce so they had two different styles of barbecue sauce they had like a um, I think, like, a Memphis and, like, another type. But, like, one of them was just, like, thick and bold, and one of them was, like, light and vinegary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thick and bold was a little too sweet for our palate. Yeah. Um, but it was really good, though. And uh, the vinegary one um, was really light. And I
0: literally tasted nothing. I,
1: I tasted it. Like, I could taste it. Yeah. It was it was light. It was kind of like the barbecue sauce of this um, other barbecue place in a city called uh, Mighty Quinn's. Okay. Um, they have a similar, uh, light barbecue sauce, but that's the only one they offer. That one's really good too, but this place was a lot better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing for me. I had, uh, I pretty much just had baby back ribs and, um, I tried it with both sauces. And then in the end I was like, you know what? This is perfectly fine. The way it is. I don't even need sauce. Yeah. Uh, that dry rub did it the way they cooked it. I was able to just pull the meat right off the bone, like easily. That's how you know it's good. Easily. Um, and I, I kept it simple. I got that. And I got some fries. With the fries, I got a bunch of ketchup. I was ready to go, and then I was like, you know what? Don't even eat ketchup. Yeah, it's that good. It's yeah, the fries, the
1: seasoning on the fries was yeah. amazing. I I took a couple from Dan. Um, it was very delicious.
0: Yeah, and I'm not really a fry person. Like, yeah. I'm not really that big. You said fries. you were like,
1: I didn't want this much. Yeah, and I ended like up sm- eating almost all of yeah, it. Yeah, because it was really good. I was like, damn, this is really <laughs> good.
0: Because uh, yeah, that's thing. Like, I ordered a small, and they gave me like so many fries. I was like, this is a small. It
1: was, it was a it was a decent size bag. It was like a. It was probably like a large fast food prize. Yeah, it, you know,
0: it's if you go to White Castle and you ask for like a sack of something like if it's a sack of fries or a sack of uh chicken yeah. rings, it was that size. Yeah, it was
1: like a small paper bag that yeah, they just filled that, with yeah, fries. Yeah, which is
0: literally what they do at White Castle, but the thing is the sack is their big what their big thing is. Yeah. So I was like that's what, I
1: was like I don't even want to see what their big <laughs>
0: what their large so order of fries So this
1: place is. also like hand cuts their fries, so like while we were waiting, I was looking in the back and just watching how they make things. Like, there, someone was bringing, like, fresh hand-cut fries out from the back for the person to fry. Um, and they had, like, one person just for the fries yeah. that was working the fryer, yeah. which was crazy. But it, it was worth it. The fries were amazing. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, and that's – like, overall, it was good. Uh, and we, we got to say, like, once we were seated, um, the busyness wasn't as crazy. I guess we got the end of the lunch rush.
1: Yeah, we got the tail end of the lunch Yep. Yep. the lunch rush yeah
0: and um and it was cool because then it was like if somebody wanted to come in it wouldn't it wouldn't have been like this big thing where it's a line across like the middle of the restaurant It was like okay so if we ever were to come back here or something like that we know a better time yeah
1: than- we would go around three because we went there around like two maybe yeah and by the time we got our stuff and ate and like by the time we got our stuff and ate it might have been like 245 or something yeah and it or, was
0: just it was it was easy to just walk yeah, out yeah, if it was like if we
1: got in there at three it would have been empty got in got on our table and yeah. just been good
0: yeah like i said i mean it's it, it, literally i would put it in the same thing as like with the red lobster it's like if i go in there i see it's busy and i know the i know there's another option but like no i'm good i'm out i'll, yeah. I'll just leave oh uh, i'd wait um yeah. you know me i love yeah. my
1: food yeah um especially if it's good food i don't mind waiting or spending a lot of money on good food yeah. um i do it all the time in the city but yeah,
0: that's why i always tell people like never judge my, never go with my opinion on food <laughs> i i i want it to be fast yeah not yeah, I, I, I could care less if it's good I, I obviously i want it to be good but fast over good for me for sure
1: um but yeah so that was the the meal that we ad- definitely got the fucking itis after that because we so we finished up earlier than we expected because we were gonna go, f- if we expected it to be longer than that, we were gonna go from there straight to the Wintrust Arena to go see AEW Revolution. But we finished up earlier, so we came back to the hotel room yeah, we chilled and for chilled a for a little bit. I almost passed out. Yeah. I was fucking like the itis hit me hard.
0: Yeah, I was good. I was um I was working on a Dungeons and Dragons character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went on the uh their site D and D Beyond, where it's very simple to create a character.
1: Um. Yeah. yeah, you know I would have been good too if I didn't have the three sides that I had. Yeah. The mainly the the mac and cheese, the cornbread, and the bread pudding. Yeah. Which is all bread, yeah. all carbs, yeah. and like my sugar just spiked and yeah. I I hit it as hard. Yeah. Well, that's but thin. fuck what? it, it was worth it. That that oh I forgot to talk about the bread pudding. Sorry, Dan. No, that's alright. The bread fucking pudding was amazing. It had walnuts and I think pecans on top with cinnamon and it was baked like that and then they had like this light uh frosting, I don't know what kind of frosting. Um but it was it was every bite was just fucking amazing. It was so good. Huh? God damn. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. They also had another dessert. It was a peach cobbler. I would have liked to get that, but I don't like peaches. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cobbler sounds good. I yeah. just I don't like peaches. No, they should have had a different cobbler. No, sorry, Jonathan. Oh. But uh <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about right? that right <laughs> that's
0: right uh i believe i was cream yes <laughs> yes
1: you were you guys were peaches and cream yeah, yeah that shit was fucking it's hilarious so,
0: I, I don't know what made me think of that uh, well, well not, i mean that's well, what made well, me well think i know of it, i know like, why
1: he's called peaches but it was just it was why fun. was he called peaches? because uh so our friend jonathan uh lwg member in high school he had a tumor on his shoulder and when he went through chemo and stuff, yeah. he lost his hair. Okay. And when it was coming back, it was like peach fuzz. That's why he was called peaches? I peaches, never knew that. yeah, yeah. Wow, his head I was never, like peach fuzz. I never – I remember the head being like that. Yeah, I never yeah. realized that.
0: I just thought, like, I might have missed school one day. It's like a cycle like <laughs> I called peaches. And I was trying to be yeah. cool. I was like, ah, peaches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like no, I, I think that was the reasoning behind it. Okay. How did I, I become think? cream? Well, he was peaches, so – What, was you, I just standing next to him? Yeah, you were like <laughs> peaches and cream, and you became cream, bro. Oh, wow, man cream of the crap. that's what i do oh yeah um
0: <laughs> but uh yeah well before we get anything else you want to talk about where we're going to f- for food today yes we're doing food
1: yeah yeah so for today um i literally forgot where we're going yeah. i'm just following so you so these two places i i found on online when i was looking up like places to go in uh chicago to eat um the one was smoke which we did already and the other one's honey butter fried chicken
0: there's just a lot of words
1: bro (laughs) it looks so good uh like if you go on their website check it out it's it looks amazing um i don't know what else to say it's honey butter fried chicken we'll talk about it more what uh, what
0: can i have you seen the menu i have what can i expect is it going to be in the same venue as a so they like have a fri- like a KFC or a Popeyes or, a K- or they're yes, like- yes. Okay. So they
1: have, uh, so they have like a two-piece, four-piece, and an okay. eight-piece. Um, that's their like I guess their bona fide chicken, and then they have like tenders, okay, um, or strips. I okay. think they call All it. All right, so yeah, it's like it's like the yeah, other two spots, and then they have other things on the menu. Um, but I'm just. I'm. I want the chicken. Okay. I want the honey butter <laughs> I can, You used to see the Dude, faces c- give me. I can't me. We'll fucking <laughs> wait to go eat that shit. We're going after we reco- finished recording this okay. episode, um, and then we're hitting up Portillo's at night. Oh, well, let's fuck let's, Portillo's. Let's get Portillo's done this time. You know, let's fuck get it. Portillo's and their two a.m. bullshit. Yeah. That should be on the. It should say drive through open till yeah. two a.m. We did talk about this in the last episode. Yes, right? we did. Yeah, but okay. fuck them. Yeah. Uh, Come so on, Greg. Why you never told us this? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, should have gave us their hours You gotta call Greg, call out Greg Miller I'm gonna I'm t- call See, him go, out on go, Twitter
0: Yeah, go about on Twitter, it's like, how come you didn't tell me the drive-thru is open uh, Or the restaurant closes at 11 yeah. No context, <laughs> no nothing, just say that
1: <laughs> I will, I'll screenshot it too, <clears> if he answers, I doubt he will, but whatever yeah, yeah.
0: But um, So we're looking forward to that Alright, if that's the case, I'm gonna try to um. And we're doing Uno's tomorrow Uno's, yeah, yeah. If that's the case, uh, I'm probably going to go a little bit light on the chicken and go hard at Portillo's. Okay. I think I might do that.
1: I'm probably going to go hard on both. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Remember, me going light.
0: And well, here's
1: the thing. I'm probably going to go hard on a chicken because I'm probably not going to be able to eat Portillo's hot dogs. Exactly. So I'll probably just end up getting a burger, which yeah. I heard they're good too. Yeah, yeah. But Portillo's is known for their hot dogs. That's, Hopefully yeah. I can have their hot dogs or they have a version of one of their hot dogs that I can eat.
0: See, I just don't want to go to a second restaurant and not and like, and like like be full or yeah, not yeah. be hungry. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. That's why it's like I want to go easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was my, me- that was my me- method of well, thinking yesterday. We're
1: going to check, um, uh, I'll go on the Pertillo's website and see their hours there instead of Google. Cause they'll yeah, probably yeah, have, and then we can go towards like the nighttime yeah. that way we're, um, not too full. And then we can always go for a walk or something to just digest.
0: I ain't trying to walk no more, man. Oh, that's right. My you, my can't walk. Yeah, you don't have no more kneecaps. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but. but yeah,
0: um, yeah, AEW. so we did a, yeah, we did that. Then we went to AEW. Um so we're in central time. So we left here at uh 5 central. Uh got there at No, uh, no I'm sorry. Four, we left here about 4:30, four,
1: 4:30. Four, four
0: we got there about 5 yeah uh short bus ride yeah and uh you it was go-
1: perfect because we got there we got in line doors opened up we yeah. like it, somehow it timed perfectly oh, man, like, man. yeah man
0: hey, we because we thought about it we were, yeah. we were like all right so easter time it starts at this time which means central times this time yeah doors over this time so we, we we thought it out we were pretty good um tell you, we're good at planning shit we're, yeah we're really good at planning shit um so we go in and you see all these people as expected uh, we go in, we go to our seats, and we're up on the upper, like, concourse of this arena. So, yes. usually you're thinking, wow oh, it's high up, you can't
1: really see. We had some pretty damn good seats. Later found out, to me, those weren't even our seats. Yeah. <laughs> so, this arena is smaller than the one I work at. Yeah. And uh, definitely smaller than um the Garden. So, their high-up seats are, like, I would say halfway down, like, the 100s at the arena. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and probably even lower because the the arena itself isn't as high of a building. Yeah. Um, but for me, <clears throat> honestly, that size arena is like the perfect size venue mm-hmm. for shows like wrestling. Mm-hmm. For concerts mm-hmm. because even if you are in the highest seat yeah you have a good view you have that. a great view and the person on the stage doesn't look like a stick figure yeah there's like, literally uh I like don't you think can make out seat. detail if you yeah. have good vision
0: well and there was um uh there at one point there was a live band at the show um i guess i'll get into that later but like you said the detail yeah. and everything was uh we're able to, i was able to see everything perfectly fine yeah. um, i have my glasses so i was able to
1: see too okay yeah
0: Um, so yeah, so we go in, um, definitely excited. Uh, we had a great spot. There was a, if we needed food or drinks, there was a a, a concession concession stand stand, right right there. There's a bathroom right next to it. Like we were set. We were good to go. Um, so we're in there. Oh, and they had the like little wristband things that light up because that's what we do now. Uh so we do that we're sitting in our seats and it's a little awkward Then somebody comes by is like hey are you in the right seats and we're like yeah and they're like no you're not. <laughs> so th- so then uh the the lady working I guess I think she was security.
1: I think she was both cuz I didn't see guest services.
0: Well there was a guest services down on the floor who was wearing a different uniform.
1: Okay, maybe yeah. it's just the floor then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, she was, I think she was new. Yeah, because she,
0: she, p- she yeah. was pointing us in 100% the wrong direction. He, we kind of just ignored her and went in the right said, direction. This what she said, and
1: I can't believe she didn't catch herself. She yeah. was like, this is section oh, 228. I know. She, that's 227. If you keep going, you'll hit 230. Yeah, so, so 230 <laughs> should be that way. You know what? In her defense, she—it's correct. She is right because if we would have kept going, it's yeah. a circle. It is a big circle. It was just shorter the other way because it was two sections the other way. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Well, and, and you know what? To her credit, when we were walking back, she did. She, she went she out went, of her way to find us. Yes, yes, yes. And she's like, oh, she's like, okay, I was like, all right, thank you, we got it, thank you. Um, dude, stupid. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, that she was cool. And then we go to our seats, and we ended up having better seats. Yeah, than, yeah, um, yeah. than what we initially had. So we go yeah, in there. Yeah, that
1: one seat in the corner was weird. Which,
0: at first I liked it, but then I realized like, my le- I had nowhere to put my left leg. Like, yeah. it, it was going to be like all up in your side, or if I put it on yeah. the right, it would it would have been a whole thing. I was about to just put it on the person in front of me. It was going to be a whole thing. I just fucked my knee up just doing that. <laughs> Holy crap, He's, my knee's All body. he
1: did was stretch out his leg and bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> it popped.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. So um So we got the seats.
1: Justin Roberts comes out to
0: I never would have imagined a Justin Roberts, uh, crowds starting this year. Justin Roberts is a guy who used to work for WWE. They got rid of him. Um, one, one thing, I don't know if it's true or not. Apparently John Cena wasn't a big fan of the way, uh, he introduced John Cena because he would say G, uh, Cena. And then he would go, which is funny because ironically, that's what he does now for John Moxley. And it's become a, a thing. Uh, but anyway, he comes out, he's getting the the crowd all hyped up. And uh yeah, he announces that we're going to see uh, a dark match first, which is uh I've mentioned on the podcast before. A dark match is something that's not televised. AEW does theirs a little bit differently. They don't have young up-and-comers anybody at any time can be in a dark match, which when is When you told cool. me
1: that because you were telling me who was in the dark match and it was the previous uh women's champion. Yeah, Riho. And then uh, her partner, and then like two other yeah. females. One of them was a dentist, yeah. which blew my mind. Yeah, so it was Riho teamed I, I don't want to give
0: away the results since it hasn't aired yet. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it was Riho teamed up with Yuka Sakazaki, which yeah. I love saying her name. Yeah. The magical She's awesome. Girl. She was so happy. She was just uh, she was just happy to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they were going up against Penelope Ford, who came out with uh, Super Bad. Super Bad. I, I can't remember his name. Who gives a shit? Um. And. Uh, great wrestler though yeah kip sabian uh. and uh dr Britt baker uh so they had a tag team match it was pretty cool um typical wrestling shit you know right. bad guys doing bad guys shit
1: yeah yeah you know um well i forgot what i was saying uh you were saying um dark match oh right women's champion. so when you told me that <coughs> excuse me Riho was a former women's champion i was like wait why is she in the dark match um and you were like oh they do here differently and i was like i actually respect that yeah the, cuz they keep everybody equal exactly yeah.
0: the way the dark matches work in AEW is uh they have their regular weekly television show on wednesdays AEW Dynamite and then on um Dynamite and then on tuesdays they have uh AEW Dark which is their the dark matches which they film at the same venue so they don't have to worry about renting out another venue or doing anything they do that right there and then, uh, yeah, they just air it uh, the Tuesday after the that Dynamite. Nice. So they do that. You get two shows a week, uh, three if there's a pay-per-view, such as this week. And uh, it was pretty cool. I, I wasn't sure if we were going to see a dark match or maybe a few because it was a pay-per-view. And I know they already recorded a couple at the previous Dynamite. So we got to see one, which is pretty cool. Uh, Pretty cool match. It was good overall. Riho and Yuka Sakazaki, they really shine. They did a lot. And uh, then we got to see the buy-in, which I think it was just the one match. The buy-in is the pre-show. Yeah, it was a one match. Yeah, the buy-in is the pre-show. That's where they do... um, That's not a password. Uh, that's where they do the... Like, uh, on YouTube or on Fight TV and yeah, on... Yeah, he said it was Fight TV. Bleacher Report Live. Uh, those are the three places where they usually have the buy-in, where it's for people to watch the show. You get to see a match for free, and it's live. And then if you like what you see, you want to keep on watching, then it's the incentive to want to see the pay-per-view so we got to see dustin rhodes formerly known as gold dust go up against jake hager formerly known as jack swagger in his aew debut um pretty good match um i've been saying it the whole time watching dustin fight is incredible because he's at least 50 years old yeah and he's doing stuff that he was never allowed to do i think in wwe because they didn't want to it was like, oh, he's an old guy. He's a comedic relief character. Like he's just gonna go out there, he's gonna do something funny, and he's gonna get beat. Here it's just like he gets beat most of the time here because it makes sense. He's the older guy and he's going up against young guys, especially Jake Hager, MMA Bellator Fighter. Mm-hmm. And um but he still put on a good show. He put on some he could do some crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. like, we were I talking was surprised about that during the
1: match. When he, he did like this one uh his finisher or something like that, where he flipped from the one of the ropes or something
0: um he did a few things man uh there was one where he flipped over it was kind of it was sort of like a a destroyer like a canadian destroyer but yeah
1: that's usually not the rope so it was probably something else whatever Uh, he did that shit and that was before that was after Dan told me he was 15 i was like what the fuck i was like if one of us did that shit we not getting back up yeah like we wouldn't even be able to do that and we're 30 yeah like, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's people, uh, a lot of the other wrestlers have always said, like, I've heard Undertaker say, I've
0: heard Stone Cold say, it, and these are Undertaker and Stone Cold. They always said that they felt bad that Dustin never got, like, the world title or anything. Because like back in the day, before he was Goldust, he was known as The Natural. Mm-hmm. He's Dusty Rhodes' son and everything. And now you truly get it. It was like, the, everything just comes to him naturally. Yeah. Like, he's just that damn good. Yeah. Um, so now it's like, even though he's older, he gets to show it off. And one thing I pointed out to us which I thought was pretty cool is, uh, I thought, with J- uh, Jake, if you could hear sirens, there on our end. Nah. Um, if, uh, Jake Hagar, who's been wrestling for quite a few years, I thought maybe he would have been calling the shots because he's the younger guy. He's a pretty big deal, but you could tell it was Dustin calling the spots in the matches. That's when, uh, if they're in a headlock or something like that, you see Dustin's face is being covered and he's telling Jake Hagar what to do for the next portion of the match and he's calling all the spots. But, um, overall it was a good match. Um, Jake kissed a woman ringside who I oh, guess was, was his was girlfriend so or funny. wife or something. And yeah. then, uh, Dustin decided he was in a kisser too and Yeah, his later on during the
1: match, uh, she was talking <clears throat> shit. He walked up to her after like he threw him out the ring or yeah. something or jumped over, the, whatever. He knocked him out, walked up to her, and then, like, he kissed her. But, like, he also rubbed his face on her face to rub his makeup off, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. I liked his makeup. He had, like, this um, red makeup on the bottom half of his face, kind of like a mask. Yeah. And then he had, like, a, a black mouth drawn on it. Yeah. Which, which, is,
0: was- which is cool. It's the first time he's done that. Yeah. Uh, normally, he does, like, the left or right. I forgot which side. Uh, he does that, like, all red and black and stuff. That's his thing now. It's red or black. So it was a pretty cool match, especially for the buy-in. I feel like it was a it was a good yeah, it was yeah. a good choice. Um, and then uh, after that, we got to see the Dark Order versus SCU SoCal Uncensored. Um, quickly, storyline is Dark Order is a bunch of bad guys who recruit people, and you could be an audience member who's yeah. a part of the Dark Order, which I think is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I uh, before we get more into that, I thought that was amazing because that involves the fans more. Yeah into the and then it's something for the fans to do outside the ring yeah. uh, outside the shows where they can kind of um, it's kind of the, the same thing the way um, podcasters have like their fans and they have like meetups and stuff or yeah. clubs or whatnot and this is the same way for wrestling fans to i'm sure they have their own thing but this is like an official thing that are with the wrestlers or yeah. with that group yeah cuz they literally it's just went, a on a way the titan more. Yeah. yeah
0: on the titan when they come out it, it literally just says join Yeah. where if you if they find you worthy yeah you can officially join the dark order and it's a whole thing and it's funny because when it started up they had like these self-help uh promotion things like video packages where it's like are you tired of not getting that job promotion Are this that and the other and then it's like join the dark order and it's like it's a regular promotion thing yeah. and then they'll do like the thing where the fee cuts in you just see random people wearing masks and it cuts back to the normal thing yeah and uh <clears throat> the whole storyline going on there is we don't know who the leader of the dark order is the exalted okay. one they're going up against scu uh it's three members christopher daniels scorpio sky and frankie kazarian uh christopher daniels is people have been suspecting he might be the of the the leader of dark order so everyone's like oh my god he's he might be with them so that's you guys the other two are like you just stay backstage we're gonna fight them we're gonna see what happens they have a match it was a pretty good match um everybody started chanting spooky perverts which i was pretty happy about yeah that was funny that's what that's what the guys look like they look like spooky spooky perverts Christopher Daniels comes out in, like, a rope thing. He attacks everybody, and it's revealed he is not the Exalted One. He's not part of uh, the Dark Order. And uh, one thing that was really cool is Colt Cabana came out. Um, If you guys don't know who Colt Cabana is, he's uh, mostly known as an indie wrestler, big on Ring of Honor. He's from Chicago, so you could imagine how loud the pop was. And he came out doing some Colt Cabana shit. It was all. It was all good time. Uh, he's more of a comedic wrestler. He went out there. He he kind of got his ass beat for a bit, but then SCU prevailed along with Cole Cabana. It was a. Uh, it was a good time. It was a good show, and uh, I believe he was in Japan not too long ago. So yeah. that that must that must have sucked for a flight <laughs> uh, to come here and then right away do something. But um, there was that. Then after that, they did this announcement. Oh yeah. Actually, no. I got the orders wrong. So. The buy-in was SCU and Dark Order and then the first match
1: was Dusty.
0: Dustin and JK. Oh, sorry, Dustin. That's all good. Hey, we got a Dusty chant, which I'm always happy to see.
1: Oh, by the way, Dustin Rhodes looks exactly like fucking Dusty, which blew my mind.
0: You've never seen him without makeup, I'm guessing. No, I've only seen
1: him in his Gold Dust makeup or like other makeup. Like this was the first time where I saw him, like his face. And I was like, What's Dusty doing there? Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) just like a skinny Dusty. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's cool. Um
0: yeah, that's cool yeah
1: (laughs) hey uh so then after that they made an
0: announcement that on march 25th in the prudential center in newark new jersey uh it's funny they said it without saying it that there's going to be a special show it's going to be called blood and guts which is a reference to um vince mcmahon once talking shit about aew Where he was saying, like, they were saying, How do you feel about other promotions coming out? And then he was just like, Well, you know, we're trying to be family friendly and we're trying to make sure that kids can watch it and it's PG and this and the other. And we, back in the day, that was something you used to do with all the blood and guts, and we don't do that anymore in WWE. And then, like, the next day, uh, uh, Cody put out this, like, awesome video package. He's like, You're damn right, we're about blood and guts. Like, we're about blood, sweat, and tears. That's what we do. That's what our fans do. That's what everyone in this company is known for doing. We're all about the blood and guts. So the fact that they're calling it blood and guts is just like another like F U to WWE. Yeah, I mean,
1: there was a lot of kids there. Yeah. Yeah. There was a kid there was a kid like uh uh in the next section like two seats away from us. Yeah. And he was dressed as one of the wrestlers, my favorite wrestler of the night. Damn right it and, was. Uh, and um <laughs> extra pulp. Um <laughs> Yo, and and that kid got up. He had the the same outfit. He was like fucking cheering for his favorite wrestler, yeah. and he watched everything else with the yeah. blood and the guts. And the fu- okay, first of all, Vince McMahon, I understand the reason why he's doing this is because of the sponsors that are on TV. Exactly, right? I mean, he just got the deal with Fox. He's been on USA for forever. Exactly. You know, it's all about money and all about. So when you're when your sponsors control your uh, shows you're gonna try to spin it around as family friendly and bullshit like that, but otherwise it's it's the same, yeah. right? It's wrestling is wrestling. Most people know it's fake. Little kids might not, but I'm sure their parents tell them like they 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 know what they're doing or yeah yeah. yeah. I don't know how the parents approach that yeah. um, Like I mean, I, right
0: off the bat. I was I knew from the beginning like this is yeah. all it's they're not really fighting. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I went uh, in knowing so, that.
1: Yeah, some kids might not. Um, I don't know. But wh- whatever it is, it's it's not that like, you yeah. know,
0: it wasn't it, it was still granted. The most of the cursing came from the fans were chanting cowboy shit and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. But even then it was it was it's still fine kids here cursing even
1: in the wwe shows fans be fucking oh yeah but they tell us to do like uh, try to control what they say or not control what they say trying to like just don't get rowdy Don't. Get yeah right yeah here. just not too much of the cursing because they're on yeah. live television and yeah. stuff but i mean yeah fuck
0: off <laughs> so they they made this announcement and then they said that uh <clears throat> there's gonna be at the prudential center there's gonna be two rings There's going to be a cage going over the rings, and it's going to be war. Now, anybody who knows wrestling and sees that, holy shit, they're doing war games, which is something that came out of WCW, invented by people there, including Dusty Rhodes. Um, And the thing is, Dusty Rhodes, who was one of the head coaches in... Or one of the head trainers, or both, in NXT when he was done wrestling. So when NXT was first becoming its own promotion and its own brand, Dusty was a big part of raising those kids. That's why, like... There is a lineage in both NXT and AEW from Dusty Rhodes, which I think is the coolest thing ever. And uh, NXT, in honor of, like, Dusty and stuff like that, they've done war games every November uh, for the past, like, two... For the past three, maybe four years. War games is badass in NXT. The fact that AEW is now doing war games is awesome, because AEW and NXT are both, like, rival companies, sort of. So, seeing them do it... I. I just can't wait to see how they do it. Um, it's gonna be crazy. I feel like it's gonna be more violent than the NXT. I feel like NXT matches tend to be more, um, not all of them, but some of them tend to be more athletic than most AEW matches. Uh, so it's cool in that aspect. I feel like this one's gonna be more hardcore, more like fighting, which should also be well uh, very good. So I'm pretty happy about that. The thing is, when they announced that, I bust out my phone. I told Eslan, like I need to buy that ticket right now. Yeah, yeah. And he he bought them. I literally bought the ticket right now. And the thing is, I missed like half the match that was going on. Uh, which is one I really wanted to pay attention to, but I couldn't miss out on that ticket. It was Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Um, these are two young kids. Was who, that
1: the match or was it the Dusty? No, it was that match? one. Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: because I remember I kept on, like, I would look up oh, and I right, would just see shit. Oh, right, the one with
1: shit. the half-white uh, painted Darby like, Allen. Um, skull. Yes, okay. uh, who skated yeah, that one was skating to nice. the ring. Yeah, and
0: yeah. then Sammy Guevara, who's the... Referred to as the Spanish God, who's one of uh, Jericho's crew, Jesus as was Christ. Jake. That Edgar.
1: dude fucking did like sixty flips in the air, yeah, and, and landed on the other yeah, dude. I think to it was a table. Fi- I want to say it was called. It's called a five forty.
0: Yeah, um, I'm still throwing numbers at me. Or six thirty. Anyway, uh, yeah, they- seven o'clock.
1: <laughs> 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 the I could do that shit too. <laughs> uh,
0: so they went back and forth. You saw most of it. You saw it better than I did. So yeah, yeah. like, there was. I know there. I knew there would be fla- crazy flips. There was tables. Yeah, and this shit. one
1: was uh. This one was a high, uh, highly athletic match. Yeah. So, th- so what happens is the 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 guy with the skull, Darby, Darby comes out, uh, runs straight through, tackles the guy. Yeah, they start fighting, and they're fighting mostly outside the ring, doing all this shit, do the table, whatever. Then they all, then they both get inside the ring. Then the bell rings, and, Dan was and like, then was like, "Oh, the match, match just started." Yeah, I was like, and what? they were
0: doing all this crazy <laughs> shit. It was like, okay, now the match started.
1: I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense because I was like wondering why they didn't get disqualified yeah. for using the table. I was yeah. like, oh, the match hasn't yeah, even started. In order for yet. a
0: match to start, you have to have uh, two competitors inside the ring, yes. and the bell rings. So yeah, that's that's, and I thought it was pretty cool because you could do that shit, and then you could still have the match. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying.
1: Which was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great match.
0: Everybody knew it was going to be a good one. Um, it was good. I mean, like I said, I didn't, I got to miss parts of it, which I'm upset. I'll probably try to find it Um, somehow online. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they'll have replays eventually, so I'll have to do that because... I don't want to like pirate this. Like, I, I not for AEW. Well, you paid like, for it already. Yeah, but then it's like, it's, it's, they're, they're a new company and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want to do that. Okay. Um, anyway, so I'll, I'm sure I'll see highlights or, I eventually. mean, if I paid
1: for something and then I want to see it again, I'll, I'll fucking pirate the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't give a fuck. I,
0: I get where you're coming from, but like I said, it's just because it's AEW, it's, a, it's an up and coming company. Yeah. That's why I was like, I don't want to do that.
1: You're, you're a good, loyal man, Dan. Yeah, I try.
0: Yeah. I try. So, um, like I said, from what I did see, it was really cool. Sammy uh, was about to fucking get murdered by Darby at the end with Darby in a skateboard, but Jake Hagar came out and rescued him. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that was a pretty cool match. A lot of high-flying and stuff like that. Darby Allen wins. And then we went to the AEW tag team title match between uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks, Nick, and Matt Jackson.
1: Yeah, that was the match of the night. On Dan the, called it before yeah, it started. Yeah, on, on the
0: last podcast, I was like, this is going to be the one to watch. This, yeah. this needs and, to and be and the And it one. was...
1: And it was the match of the night. Yeah. It was it was uh wrestling wise it was the best match of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um the thing is I said it on the last episode, which as some said, it went up. Check it out, please, uh download that and everything. Give us money. But uh literally <laughs> if you see us, just hand us a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so the thing is, uh like I said, Kenny Omega is the best bout machine. He's known as the greatest wrestler in the world or arguably. Uh, the Young Bucks, arguably the greatest tag team in the world. And I even said it on this podcast. Hangman is a great up-and-comer. Hangman had the loudest reaction out of all four of the wrestlers there. And I was like, that I was not expecting that. I, it was crazy. And Yeah, you
1: were telling me. I thought it was going to be the Young Bucks because of how much you talk about them and how good they are. Oh, yeah,
0: they're amazing. And the Young Bucks were getting booed. They were working heel, which uh, I kind of feel like they weren't expecting that either. but one thing that i love about wrestling is because it's live and it is like in a sense it's like theater where uh the thing is you don't necessarily have to follow a script like yes they have spots worked out but a lot of it gets called in the ring yeah. i've heard stories about this before where wrestlers go in and they're like all right you're the baby face i'm the bad guy or you know heel good guy all that and uh the crowd reacts a certain way so what you do on the fly is like Okay, we need to be heels tonight, yeah. and then they start working out a whole new thing while fighting. Yeah, and I guarantee that's what they did tonight, yeah. and and it, it, and it works. God damn, that <laughs> shit was fucking good. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I'm I, like, I'm like 99 sure they were just like a lot of that shit was not planned. Yeah, a lot of it they were just working with it, um, and it was so good, man. Uh, freaking, I I mean Nick Jackson. When you said the ring was his bitch, that's just how he fights, man.
1: Oh, dude. Okay, first of all. <laughs> This guy was just, like, running on – like, he was, like – running, running on the ropes. He was running on the ropes, like, from the first to the second to the third, off to, like, each corners and, like, fucking doing stuff off of them with people's arms. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Like, he was just – and then he does things, It's
0: like he goes in, he, like, kicks somebody inside the ring, he goes out, he does a backflip, runs back in, like, does a move, and the guy on the inside runs back outside, goes after the guy on the outside. By the
1: time he <laughs> knocks one guy out, he's working on the other guy to knock him back out, and the guy's, the other one's yeah. getting up, and it's like, I was like, God damn, bro, take a break. My, <laughs> I need to catch my breath. So you got that, because
0: he's like, I mean, they're both high flyers, but he's the more high flyer of the two. Yeah. And then you have Matt Jackson, who's, like, the the older brother, who's, like, more of, like, the bass wrestler and he's the one where when they went out on the ramp and he just kept on doing that one suplex and then rolling through and hitting yeah. it
1: again so he's doing that he tried to kill hangman yeah that's <laughs> true and break their fucking stage <laughs> yeah because yeah, because the, the part of the uh the walking ramp had a, a video screen on it yeah. so he did two suplexes, or I don't know. What that yeah, is. it's yeah. a variation of a suplex. Okay. Just so suplex. two suplexes on like the part out of screen, and then he reached the part with a screen, and then he and then people were like, "Oh!" Yeah. And then he brought him up, and then was like, "Don't do I it!" I literally
0: Sh- shouted, "Don't do it!" That stage costs too much money. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the people in front of us just started dying <laughs> laughing, and she like the one lady just started nodding like with agreement with Dan.
0: Yeah, so he does that, and then they hit um they hit a uh, hangman with a melter driver, which uh, I said it uh, yesterday. I saw on the show. I always thought it was cool. It used to be called the Indie Taker because yeah. they were indie wrestlers. It's a Tombstone pile Driver, like what Taker does. So it's the Indie Taker. What I didn't tell you is the reason why it's called the Meltzer Driver now is because Dave Meltzer is the guy who gives uh like rankings for um on this one website called PW. Uh, yeah, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh he's been doing it for years. He ranks the top five hundred wrestlers, the best tag team moves, the best names of the year and everything. So the Young Bucks wanted to become the best like have the best something, so they called their move the Meltzer Driver and they won that year. <laughs> oh of course they did. <laughs> that's so, that's smart on their that's
1: smart on their uh end. Yeah. That's genius.
0: I mean I do prefer Indie Taker over Meltzer Driver, but I'll take it. Um so they hey, do man, that. they played
1: to the guy's ego and oh, it yeah, worked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So they do that. um, Kenny Omega, as always, he was kicking ass. He was taking names. It was was just all around. It was great. The thing is, at the very end of the match, you have Kenny Omega's about to hit his finisher, which I think maybe I've seen one person kick out of. And that's like every promotion. Like, I've seen Kenny Omega fight in in AEW, obviously. I've seen him fight in New Japan Pro Wrestling and uh, like DDT, stuff like that. I'm pretty sure only one person if that is kicked out of his finisher so when he hits it it's the end of the match it's the one winged angel he's trying to get on one of the jacksons matt jackson he can't get it hangman comes in and he hits kenny omega's finisher and then that was like that's just insane And yeah. the world of wrestling is like holy shit nobody does kenny omega's move so he does it and uh they win the match and then it's the whole thing where it's like these guys are supposed to be friends with the exception of hangman he feels like he's being left behind and uh so they're all trying to hug they're all trying to be cool hangman decides okay fuck you guys i'm I'm still not cool with you and then he goes outside the ring it looks like he's about to hit kenny omega at one point i was like oh shit hangman's gonna turn heel and it's like he sets in position and kenny omega turns around I was like no come on kenny let's go and i was like fuck dude <laughs> and I was then like, at
1: one point uh kenny omega and the young bucks looked like they look like the- they were
0: gonna super kick uh hangman yeah so i was and like I was who's like, oh, turning shit. on who like yeah
1: because there's gonna be something. There was some tension there, and I was like, "Oh shit, what's gonna happen, yeah. Dan?" He's yeah. like, oh, i was like, what the fuck?" <laughs> it's like, and then they were like, "Nah, fuck, we're not doing yeah, shit." Everyone's right
0: now. like, "No, no, no, we killed each other already." <laughs> yeah. And that's the match that hurt my knee. Because, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because that match happened. It was so intense. There was so much happening. Everybody in the arena started standing up and stretching. And it was like, and I told Eslo, I was like, these guys had such an intense, ma- an intense match that everybody in the arena got tired and sore. Like we had to get up and stretch and do shit. Like I could, I couldn't put any weight on my left leg after that match.
1: Damn, bro, like, you super kicked too. They super kicked too many much and too many much. I felt it. I felt uh, it. There's I can't even speak anymore. It was too many much on my knee. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um wow it's funny because i'm looking at this one website on bleacher report to try to remember what order it happened in they had the results and then they grade it and then at that one it says a plus what a match like yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was phenomenal man those four guys i gotta say that was yeah, one of man. the best matches yeah like i uh, of the night yeah. um uh, dan had asked me a question afterwards yeah um Which, what did you like better, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, or Or this this show? show? Um, I love this show. This show was great. I like this show way better than WWE. That's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, But Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling was a little better. Yeah. I I enjoyed that show a little better. Yeah. Um, Uh, with new japan and ring of honor uh they were doing more high flying more athletic and you were saying that's like what nxt does which i still haven't seen yet
0: i yeah i still say the best show i've ever been to was the nxt takeover in brooklyn yeah um and that's with going to the new japan going to the revolution um and both these both those shows are amazing yeah yeah but it's like i can
1: only imagine how good that shit was how did you make it back oh
0: dude (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i still, I still think about it was like oh my god it was just in, insane so
1: when he said that i was just like next time there's a um, an nxt show i definitely would like to go because i've seen i've worked uh wwe shows yeah. so i've seen those live yeah i've seen the ring of honor new japan pro wrestling and i've seen now uh aew yeah um Definitely like the latter of the two better. Yeah. Um can't wait to see NXT. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited for that. Uh yeah. next time or next year or whatever we yeah. see. It. <clears throat> I'm yeah, definitely down dav- definitely down to travel too to go see it. Because so. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I like traveling. Like so. I said, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, yeah, the overall
0: this trip is cool. I mean yeah. you think you thought you were in Boston the whole time, but it's cool.
1: Yeah. Um Listen, so man, I love Boston. What can <laughs> I say? Uh there's a, there's a special thing about Boston for some reason. I, yeah. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know what it is.
0: Um so anyway after that match we had the women's championship match between uh Chris Statlander the alien and Nyla Rose. Oh uh, right the, native the alien beast. yeah yeah. Um uh, which as soon as that happened I was a little upset cuz I even yeah, said to Islam, I was like why are they putting this match after that match cuz you even said it was like everybody started getting up it was the bathroom break match. Yeah. And I that can't sucked. I, I can't know. help but think like they put it there because like oh they need a break after a match and they had to look at the card like what would be good for a break. And honestly, looking at the whole card, that's the one.
1: Honestly, to me, yeah, it could have been the the, uh, the Cody Rhodes and the other dude match. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that match one bit. Um, and to me, yeah, that was uh, more of a WWE style story.
0: That match was all storyline. That's why.
1: And I, I just didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. I saw the, like the they played the like the, the video package. Yeah, the video package and like the background of the story and stuff like that, but. Uh, during the match, it's just, I didn't enjoy it. I yeah. was just like, I, I would have rather that match been. But then obviously I ain't going to He's the boss, like yeah. this.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. They, they made sure to put, like,. Because it's him, and then it's Kenny and the Bucks. They're all executive vice presidents. Yeah. So it's like you knew they were going to put them in prominent spots. But yeah. not always. You know, you, you know. I'm not even going to say that's a normal thing. A lot of times, like, they've made sure that none of them are champions, with the exception of Kenny Omega and Hangman, who just won the belts. Yeah. That's the first time anyone in the elite has won a title. Yeah. So they're making sure other people are getting it, other people are in the spotlight, which is cool. But anyway, so we had Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rose. Um, it was a decent match. The only thing is just, like, everybody's um – um. Everybody in the arena, they were, like, burnt out. They were all gassed out. Like, Yeah, that match did a take a lot of out of us. Exactly. Yeah. So, it was like, you put this on, it's like, of course, nobody's going to be as invested as they, if maybe this was on maybe a little bit earlier or something. Overall, it was a pretty good match. Um,
1: you know, I'm, I'm down for a pay-per-view mm-hmm. that, after a match like that, gives you a 10-minute break.
0: I've always said it would be nice if there was uh, an intermission. Yeah. I always thought that would be a great on, idea. Even
1: even on, like, the TV thing, if you're watching it live, give people, like, a break because, you know, even, like, even on TV, that that one match was really long and mm-hmm. really, like, intense. Yeah. And then after that, you just feel mentally tired even yeah. if you're not at the arena. Yeah. So, giving someone, like, a 10-minute break and, like, you can promote your other stuff in during that 10-minute break, do some commentary and whatever – Give people time to go to the bathroom, get something, a snack or whatever. Yeah. And then come back refreshed to watch that match. Yeah. And I think I would have enjoyed that better. Yeah. Because no, I wanted to get up and go get something, uh, get like a drink or go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. But I, I stayed because I wanted to see the match. Yeah. Because yeah. th- that was the second women's match of the night. And yeah. it was the last one, I, yeah. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. So was, I got up during the Cody Rhodes match because that shit got boring. To which me. is you <laughs> know, which is fine. I get it. Yeah, it's fine. I got up during that match, like right before it started. I got up and went to get my snack and came back, and I was like, all right, yeah. yeah, can we just end this match?
0: And yeah, so I mean, the match, like I said, it was good. Um, one thing I was happy about is I didn't hear a lot of people talking shit about um, Nyla Rose. Uh, Nyla Rose is uh, she's she's a transgendered woman. Um, uh, she used which the, one is the, that? The bigger lady. Oh, the she, the she, black girl. Yeah. Oh, oh, she. Uh, I don't know if she's black. To be honest with you, she's darker tan. I think she okay. might be Hispanic. I don't know. Uh, she's she from Washington. At, okay. Yeah, but okay. Looks, I don't know. Anyway, um, she. So she used to be a guy, transitioned to being a man. Um, and really? It's, yeah. Could not tell. I know. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, um, when she first was like going to AEW. Uh, you have, a, like, a lot of old-school wrestling people who are just like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, she shouldn't fight in the women's division, this, that, and the other. A lot of people were complaining. There's one guy, Val Venus. Um, oh, who, yeah. Okay. He has nonstop just been talking shit uh, since she won the championship. He hates the fact that she won the championship. Like, he's talking shit online and everything nonstop. Which, okay, if it's a if it's a real sport, I feel like there's a, there's a discussion that needs to be had. This is professional wrestling. Yeah. I've seen Santino Morella dress up as a woman and call himself Santina, and pretended to be his own sister, and win a title. <laughs> Who cares? Like, yeah. this is one of those things where it's just like, it's not. The thing, you know? I,
1: I, so here's, I, I didn't know. Yeah. But it, during the match, it looked like she was unstoppable. Yeah. And maybe that's just uh, a storyline they're going for for yeah. now. And yeah, then it is. And then later is. on, she could get beat by the same uh, yeah. Riho. Which Riho's beaten sef- her before. Okay. That's the thing. 70 yeah. pounds. And, you know, because it, it is wrestling, like you said, it is theater. Yeah, anybody um, can beat anybody. The the one thing that um, – and Joe Rogan brings this up all the time. When you have a transgender – male to female mm-hmm. and then they go into sports, that person has a obvious advantage over the females, mm-hmm. right? They've been a male their whole life. They got the testosterone their yeah. whole life. They got the muscle and bone build of yeah. a man who, whatever you want to say, we're just bigger. Yeah. It, that's just how it is. That's yeah. th- that's just biology. We're bigger. We have more muscle mass. Our bones are denser. It's it, That's just what it is. Yeah. I don't know what Venus is point of view is uh, the the thing that i see is that
0: who the hell's venus
1: uh val venus oh, okay yeah. yeah i was like what
0: the hell's going on uh it's like the
1: god no <laughs> if, i don't know what val venus's point of view is but yeah. when you have uh, when you have i don't want to say normalized but when w- if you normalize a uh, transgender male uh female male to female and go into female sports i don't think it's fair no i Uh, I get i get where you're coming from uh, yeah and and it's um what is it it's a it's like a moral question Mm -hmm. um yes you are want to be recognized as female and we want to recognize recognize you as a female but i don't think it's fair to cis females that don't have that physiological advantage that you've had all your life and i I, and i understand the that's one what thing you or, went through, yeah. And born or in my the wrong whole thing, body, or I don't understand it completely, but yeah. it's just there. There is an obvious physical disadvantage, and we just don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Yet.
0: Like I remember when um when this first happened, I would talk to a few people, and I remember some people being upset about it. And I said like the same thing, like it's wrestling. Yeah. But and, and I, th- I even said the words. I was like, if we're talking like MMA, somebody from UFC decided they wanted to do that, and then they won the fight in the women's division. Okay, a discussion needs
1: to be had. We need to figure something out. Oh, Maybe they can't do it. It's been had. It's been done. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and Joe Rogan talks about how it's a bad idea all the time. That's what I'm saying. I was like, it's kind of... that point, I was like, okay, I get it. It's not really fair yeah, because yeah. this, that, and the I, other... It, it's not in the UFC, but other in MMA, MMA yeah, yeah. Um, promotions, yeah. but it's, it's bad. It's like those women get fucked up. Yeah. That's like, why I was real like, I, bad.
0: I look at that and I'm just like, I don't know, I don't and know about that. And then there's like
1: a power lifter that's um, okay. that be- went from male to female, and yeah. then he broke all the, uh, she broke all the female records. Yeah, which is come on, like yeah, no, I get you.
0: That's why, that's why I was like, I, I 100% get that. Um, uh, just the thing, I, I can't remember what Valvina said. Like he had the this rant. I remember reading it, and I was just like, and it because I always like Valvina's, and it's like the way he was going about it. It's like, I, if you want to say it like you said, like Joe Rogan said, I 100% get the thing. Yeah. I, get,
1: I understand. We that. just need to figure out how to uh, include like yeah. include it within the sports. Yeah. But we just, because this is all new to us. Everybody yeah, yeah. is figuring out. it yeah, out. Yeah, we need to so figure it out. So it's just, it's a matter of having a discussion without putting people down or um, canceling people for trying to have the discussion is it's trying to have a discussion of inclusion yeah um, and to do it the right way. So nobody gets hurt and it's fair to everyone. That's why,
0: that's why I feel like
1: in the world of pro wrestling, it's not as big I, I I completely agree with you yeah. I don't think it's it's uh it's a big deal yeah. I didn't even know yeah. I wouldn't have known at all if you didn't yeah. tell me yeah um, I because ju- there are women that are that big and that strong yeah. so it's it's not that hard to imagine yeah um, like I said I didn't want to say normalized but w- w- you don't want to set a precedent of it's okay for like a um, a transgender male to female to just go in and dominate a woman's um sport yeah and it'll be fine and it sucks for the women you yeah. know what i mean assist women yeah, yeah, yeah um but uh i don't know i i think it's okay for like the theater of wrestling yeah exactly like, but because
0: sure.
1: it, it, they decide who wins or loses yeah, exactly so uh, everybody will get their fair shot eventually exactly. if you're good enough and it's yeah i i, I don't know yeah that's i guess we'll figure it out as we go along yeah that's
0: that's all we can do so anyway that match and then we had the like you said cody uh mjf match um so that happened um you walked out like pretty much like when it started Um, yeah
1: i saw like the entrances and stuff on the screens okay i I saw some of the beginning while i was getting my stuff
0: so yeah that's when uh so mjf comes out it's usually he's getting booed by everyone uh cody comes out he's got the live band uh like uh we alluded to earlier, and like you said, yeah, attention to detail, like from where I was sitting, I was able to see everything perfectly yeah. fine, no, no issues there. Cody came out um with a bunch of people of the uh nightmare family um dustin Rhodes, the dusty Rhodes the American dream, Cody Rhodes the American nightmare um so he comes out with the nightmare family, all this stuff's going on, they're having the match uh oh, well, it starts off with uh m j f is just trying to avoid Cody at all costs, doing typical like bad guy heel shit. It was working. He goes out and gets to an argument with some guy in the crowd. Guy's getting in MJF's face. He smacks the beer. Like, uh, I don't know if it was the guy who was holding it or yeah. is another person there. And he just smacks the beer, gets the guy drenched in beer. MJF goes back in the ring, and that guy just starts giving people high fives. The man got drenched in beer, and he's giving yeah. people high fives. I would have
1: been so mad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they if go If I was on- next to that guy and that beer splashed on me, yeah. I would have fucking jumped over. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh so they go on they have the
0: match um there's a lot of outside uh, involvement with Brandy Rhodes with um Wardlow and MJF's corner and Arn Anderson to who to me was the highlight of the match just you put Arn Anderson out there I'm going to pay attention to Arn Anderson <laughs> god damn it um so they go out Arn Anderson gets knocked out by Cody accidentally at one point he's on the floor and at that point my concern was just uh, is Arn okay yeah. like the fu- <laughs> the hell with this match is Arn okay <laughs> um they go on they have the match uh like I said MJF is one of the best bad guys in wrestling today. Oh no, he was great. And you could like, you could yeah. see it in the match. It's yeah. just like he did he wins with brass ducks. Oh, he's, he was an asshole. Yeah, that's that's yeah. his thing. Like at one point he's he grabs Rodeo. He was so
1: smooth with it. Yeah. That we I was like sure. he, he like, channeled his inner Eddie Guerrero. Cause Eddie Guerrero was fucking yeah. phenomenal with that yeah. shit. He was so smooth with it. Yeah. And the way he acted, my, one of my favorite things is when he does the low blows and though, and then he, he hurt, he does yeah, it yeah, too. Yeah. And then he acts like he's hurt. Yeah. yeah. And like he hits someone with a low blow. And then when the person grabs their crotch, he also grabs their crotch and like falls over in pain like they are. <laughs> so he's like, Oh, that shit was so good. It was so fun yeah. watching him.
0: Good old Eddie. Um, so anyway, that you get, you get that. Uh, honestly like that's to me that's how you could tell like you said as a match it was good but what what is there to say yeah you know like that's the thing it was like it was a, it was a wrestling match um it was a lot of cool moments but memorable i'm trying to remember some stuff it's like off the top of my I, head i there's, don't remember any of yeah there's yeah. not too much i can remember
1: I, yeah i remember the brass knuckle shit because we were trying to figure out if he did or, yeah. or not because <laughs> that's the thing
0: i remember saying it was like he he grabbed something and like tossed it out but i was i was paying attention to rn anderson
1: like uh, th- <laughs> the thing that caught me is when he grabbed his uh like um the sh- his sh- what are they called the, the underwear trunks yeah the trunks yeah. when he grabbed his trunks like in the front and i was yeah. like oh he put something in there yeah and i was like okay
0: yeah but no it's uh he did that he won you know in typical heel fashion it was good it was uh he did what he needed to do he was a bad guy um and cody rhodes played the baby face just right so anyway they, yeah. they did great um it was cool. I,
1: I, I saw when he cut himself. I called that yeah, out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was when Arn Anderson yeah. uh, was going around was,
0: the side with the chair, and yeah. yeah, it
1: was like you could point out.
0: And that's that's a lot of people. I'm glad you caught it. A lot of people don't see that. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, oh. Well, it's
1: a it, well, it's a well, it's a perfect case of uh, misdirection. Yeah. That's right? the whole. That's yeah. the, man. That's wrestling.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know. So Arn Anderson's running over with a chair. Oh, he's he's gonna hit this guy because he's holding Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes is getting involved. Wardlow's over there. And then over on the side, MJF reaches under the ring. Yeah. He he disappears for a bit. Comes back up. Oh, look at that. Now he's bleeding. And yeah. then the cameras cut back. Holy crap! Look, Cody Rhodes busted him open. I was like, okay. He so, gave
1: him the scar he promised. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, so that match happened, followed by the
1: Bastard Pack versus Orange Cassidy. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Number two match of the night. It would have been number one if that fucking tag team match wasn't so goddamn good. Okay, because this match was—it was so funny. It yeah. was—it was just the perfect. It was so good. Now, uh, now Pack uh, used to wrestle in WWE as Neville. Um, <laughs> he used, yeah. From Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, no, Longbottom. And uh, Neville's a badass wrestler. Or Pac is a badass wrestler. When he left WWE, he went back to Japan. He was undefeated for like a year. Like, he's just... uh, He could do anything and everything. He's just that fucking good. And WWE, he was called the man that gravity forgot. Because he would jump in the air and just stay there. Like, he was was just that damn good. So to see him go up against Orange Cassidy. Now, Eslam, you please describe
1: Orange Cassidy to the people. Orange Cassidy... (laughs) is Danny's spirit animal, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The man who doesn't give a shit, the man who doesn't try, but is fucking amazing, okay? That is Orange Cassidy. Fucking extra pulp, okay? (laughs) He... uh, like i don't know like it's so you have to watch him because he's so goddamn funny and he does it so well yeah he's like dan was explaining to me all the stuff he does about not caring or how much he doesn't try about the thumbs up about the he puts his hands in his pocket he's wearing sunglasses when he fights like Uh, dude okay first of all he came in with a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> well, got in the ring. Yeah, he came out took with took off a, his jacket, yeah. took off his shirt, took off his sunglasses, gave it to his assistant, his other assistant gave him another pair of sunglasses. <laughs> put that shit on. He had his
0: wrestling sunglasses <laughs> with the Oh, uh, and those two guys that came out with their really good tag team, they're called Best Friends. Um normally we've seen seen them fight a lot, and the thing is when they fight, Orange Cassidy gets involved sometimes. Like there's times where it's just like like the the, he, the whole reason for him fighting Pack is like uh They'll be involved in a match, and then Pac's about to do some shit. Orange Cassidy just, like, gets in his way and starts doing his little kicks. Yeah. And uh, that's how this match came to be. So, seeing them go out there was pretty cool. I, I was afraid we weren't going to see them. Uh, they didn't do much, but I'm glad they were there. But, um, but yeah, like you said, so when he comes out, he gives people a thumbs up, except he doesn't even give you a full thumbs up. He's get his, he gets his thumb, like, one-eighth of the way up. Yeah. Um, he doesn't give people high fives. He kind of just holds a limp hand out there, which the fans know to do the same. They kind of just... Hit limp hands. Yeah. It's, limp five. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. So orange cast he goes out there, and he's got his hands in his pockets. He's just but the just whole
1: but the whole story of the night was that he was gonna actually try.
0: Yeah, he's gonna try. Today. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, um, in AEW, nobody's ever seen him. We've seen him like do a couple jumps. He's done a, a few DDTs, like uh, spinning DDTs here and there. Uh, but you never seen him, like, in. this is the first time we've seen him in a match in AEW. It's the first time we've ever seen him, like, do shit. So, I've seen in other promotions. As a matter of fact, Cole Cabana, mm-hmm. who was out earlier tonight, there's a match where they're fighting I, in, like, someone's backyard. And uh, somebody gives Orange Cassidy a beer. And throughout the fight, they're fighting, and he doesn't spill the beer. Damn. And it's like he's falling down. He's doing all this other shit. They're checking on the beer. And it's like they're going back and forth. They're both, like, community wrestlers. Was it, like, wrestlers. an open cup beer or, like, yeah, a bottle? It was a cup oh
1: what the fuck <laughs> that's impossible uh
0: yeah man it was just entertaining um so they're going out and then Orange Cassidy uh there's little moments here and there of him like doing some shit but not much it's it's mo it's mostly like Pac just trying to get to him Orange Cassidy's kind of just getting out the way um and then uh Pac just starts dominating at one point he's just he's putting him down he's taking him out Orange Cassidy's just getting beat and then, uh, Pac's about to hit one of his uh finishers, the Red Arrow. I don't know if it still has that same name in uh, AEW. It's he basically just goes up in the on the top rope. He flips a thousand times and then just waits a few minutes and then he lands. <laughs> so he sets up for it. Orange Cassidy intelligently decides to roll out the way, which is something you see wrestlers do all the yeah. time. He rolls to like the other side of the of the ring um orange and neville's like all right i'm gonna just hit him on the other side since he rolled over he goes up orange cassidy decides to roll back
1: (laughs) well no he rolled out of the ring he rolled out comes down okay puts him back in the ring oh yeah right goes to the nearest buckle to go up by the time he gets to the third buckle orange cassidy's already rolling outside the (laughs) other side of the ring so he's like fuck he comes back down goes to the ring puts him back in the ring and then he waits a second. Yeah. And then Orange Cassidy starts rolling to the other side. So yeah. he just walks around. And Pax around rolls and from the outside of the ring to the other waits side for and him meets there. Him there. Yeah. And that shit was so And funny. <laughs> it's
0: funny because then they cut. Like, if you if you look up on, I don't know if you saw it on the screen. He was laughing. It's like, yeah, Orange Cassidy's kind of like, Pax is like laughing. Orange Cassidy's looking back. And he's like, oh, fuck, I got caught. <laughs> yeah. <and> he was <laughs> laughing a little too. Yeah. And so then he starts rolling away because Pack caught him. So he just starts rolling back. Pack gets ready. Pack is laughing. goes around the middle. Orange Cassidy turns up and started wrestling. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> lost their goddamn mind. Holy months. shit, man. He gets up. He goes, hits the ropes. He runs out. He starts hitting him with some shit. He throws him in the ring. He's hitting him with DDTs. He's getting him with drop kicks. Like, he's just beating the shit out of Pack um the pack comes back and then they're going back they're having well, a point no match. when he
1: was beating pack pack is on the ground he's about to go up on the rope yeah and then pack just rolls like orange cassidy yes, did exactly. out the ring. that shit was and funny and everybody started booing <laughs> his ass like what are you doing rolling out the ring? after we we're cheering
0: for orange cassidy <laughs> doing it um so they're going back and forth they're having a great match and uh the lucha bros come in which uh i was telling us i was really hoping to see them fight now you saw how that one guy uh his name is uh phoenix uh so ray phoenix he comes out and he did that weird thing where it's like he grabs the ropes he spins back and then he kicked the other dude mm-hmm. so we we're talking about how nick jackson can walk the ropes he does but not as good as ray phoenix okay <laughs> so ray phoenix he'll just he'll just do laps like up, standing on the ropes if he could like he, he does that all the times like he'll jump he'll stay on the top one he'll jump on the middle jump up on the top spin around go back on the middle go back on the top hit it on the bottom then he'll just do some crazy flip like Just nonstop. His other dude, uh, the other dude's his brother, Pentagon. Um, He's all about um, zero fear, or as he likes to call it, cero miedo. And he just goes out, and he just beats the shit out of people. He's more like the hardcore, like, just fighter. So, them two fighting is amazing. Uh, They go out. They go up against the people that came out with Orange Cassidy. They fight backstage. Uh, Pac takes over, and he beats uh, Cassidy. But, um
1: great match, great fucking match it was yeah, yeah, that shit was funny that honestly that was that was it, that would be the best match of the night cause it was so entertaining, but like the uh, like the tag team match was just phenomenally athletic and was also entertaining and intense, but this one was just like the comedic relief match yeah. of the, that one that's the match that gave you the second wind, yeah for the rest of the night to uh.
0: Well, which is perfect because that was the—they do that, obviously, on purpose because the next was the main event. Yeah, so they that.
1: wanted you, like, uh, wanted energized, you hyped, up. Yeah. The hyped up, and, like, just awake for that main event because it's the last match of the night. Everybody's tired already. Like, that one—that tag team match exhausted everybody. So that match kind of reinvigorated everyone, got them ready for the main event.
0: All right, and the main event being um, for the AEW World Championship— um john moxley challenging chris jericho the world champion le champion yeah so
1: um, with chris jericho um when i was younger i didn't enjoy him that much because of his cockiness crazy yeah no, i know crazy but uh, see here's the thing <laughs> I, when i was younger I, it was i liked the attitude of the wrestlers so if they were a piece of shit you did not like him. i didn't like them hey
0: they, they were doing their job correctly
1: and, and see that when I grew up, yeah. um, and same thing with actors, right? Yeah. I used to, didn't like actors who were piece of shit. But then you, I realized it's like, they're so good at their job. They made me feel that way. And I'm like, you're a fucking great. Yeah, and with that's the definition of
0: bad guys in wrestling. Like Ric Flair is that guy. He's he's hated so much that you can't help but like the guy.
1: Oh my god, (laughs) I I gotta say, Jericho was fucking great. He was hilarious. Yeah, the at one point he rang the ring and oh yeah, he rang the the bell. I was like, and you winner Chris Jericho. (laughs) 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 he's holding his own hand up in the middle of the match (laughs) (laughs) because they fucked up the the, that table with the. But yeah, he was awesome as the heel. Um, uh, Yeah, he was he was great.
0: Um, so you have that, and, you, and uh, so he's going up against John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose in WWE of the Shield. Um, Dean Ambrose was when they were in NXT. Uh, it was uh Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. They used to be separate guys in NXT. Everybody was like, Dean Ambrose is the better talker out of three. He's the better character out of the three. When they make it to WWE, it's going to be incredible. They go to WWE after NXT. Roman Reigns is pushed as the guy, but Seth Rollins is the first champion, and everybody kind of just left dean ambrose in the background he didn't do much he was frustrated with wwe he wanted to get out of his contract but he stayed he worked his full contract he finally left the company the right way started working AEW and became one of AEW's biggest stars um so now he's back to being john moxley the way he used to be before wwe he's going out there and he's all about like violence and hardcore wrestling and all this other crap going up against jericho who's the more like kind of like traditional bad guy he's like oh i'm better than everybody this that and the other And they were perfect opposites. They're having a match. It was a good match. Uh, It was more of a, I'd say, like a traditional match, not a crazy amount of high-flying, not too many weapons being used. But it was definitely entertaining. You had uh, outside interference from Chris Jericho's crew, uh, the uh, inner circle, who, as I let Eslam know, uh, there were two wrestlers there, uh, formerly known as LAX, Santana and Ortiz, who were known for being from New York and Puerto Rican uh a couple oh, yeah. a couple months ago they made uh Chris Jericho an oh. honorary Puerto Rican. Yeah. And uh they gave him a couple of gifts. Uh one of the gifts being uh chunkletas because yes. they're one of the most dangerous weapons
1: in the hands of uh, a <laughs> Puerto Rican mother. Yes, they are. So uh
0: Jericho who wrestled with a bandana around his neck the entire match. <laughs> yeah. They're going out there fighting. They were they were out in the uh in the crowd uh a few times uh fighting there. At one point Jericho decides he wants to take the camera from the cameraman and start recording John Moxley and holding up his middle finger yeah. while he's doing it. Uh he's been doing that a lot more lately. And it's funny because Yeah, I they fought him. half the match in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. And Eslam's telling me it's like, wow, the, you know, it's it's crazy. They're already in the crowd, this and the other. And that's why I told him, I was like, man, you've never seen Jericho in Japan. No. Like Jericho in Japan is like there is no limits. They like, let him do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they go in, they, like I said, it was overall, it was a good match. Um, and then, uh, John Moxley does it. He, he, oh, he was wearing a, uh, eye patch the whole time. Cause it was this whole thing. They fucked up his eye. So he had to fight with the eye patch. He reveals that he can see, which I, I didn't like the way they did that. Um, I feel like that was weird. Like, so if he was able to see why'd he wrestle like nine tenths of that match with, uh, with an eye patch on, it was, it was unnecessary.
1: I th- it's not that it was, uh, he couldn't see, he needed the eye patch to let the eye heal from the from the time he damaged it. I get and it. And it was just like, yeah, I know it was. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. the greatest of. It wasn't the greatest reveal. Of, yeah, it was just like dumb. I already knew because I could see his fucking eye. Everybody it. knew it. Yeah, the guy
0: was wrestling in Japan with an eye patch. At one point, the patch came off the middle of the match, and he just kept on fighting. And I'm just like, well, I hope nobody watching AEW is watching this. Like, <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, it was like I said, they had a good match. Um John Moxley hits Jericho with his finisher. Uh, he wins and he's the new AEW World Champion, which I feel like most of us thought was gonna happen.
1: Um, yeah, you called it before. You were like, uh, "This is when everybody feels Jericho was gonna lose the title yeah. tonight." Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. So Mox Mox is champ, and it was cool. He gave out a nice speech, which is cool because you don't, you don't see that too often. That's something that um you see a lot in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Whoever wins the main event of the night gets to address the crowd um you don't see that that often in in the u.s i thought it was pretty cool that the AEW did that yeah um so we get out there it was the same spiel you, you hear a
1: lot it was yeah. like oh i did this for the people we're all wrestling but yeah we were not be here without without you guys yeah. thank you for your support yeah. blah 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 this is for you i yeah. was like where's my belt
0: yeah yeah you said this isn't just my title this is all our titles and that's I was like well so how do i get mine you know yeah, i was like where's
1: my belt <laughs> i want it but Take um, that shit through the airport. Yeah,
0: so he does that, then you know he walks off to the sunset in the in the crowd. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man. So that was the end of the night. It was a, it was a like I said, it was a good match. Best best two matches were definitely the the tag team championship match and then the Orange Cassidy Pack match. Yeah, um, but no, I thought I thought it was a I thought it was a pretty good show. Yeah, right no, by. it
1: was it was a great show. I yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It wasn't like a a boring show Like with Ring of Honor And New Japan Pro Wrestling It was so long I had to take a nap In between
0: It was long And we were both Dead tired uh, yeah. From stuff uh, Ahead of time That's why And it's it sucks Because when we got to The main event of that match It was like It was such an anticipated match It was this that and the other But at that point I was like man I was gonna go in there And I was gonna win The goddamn belt I like, remember
1: I remember it was going on For so long And they were calling out The time And yes. I was yelling at you Yeah Yeah <laughs> 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 That shit was going on For too goddamn long <laughs> Oh man
0: Oh, that's right. As a matter of fact, the tag team match yesterday, it was a 60-minute time limit, and they had called 30 minutes, and then the match ended like a few seconds after that. Yeah, they that. were
1: like, 30 minutes have gone, 30 minutes left, and I was like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> and then that's when they heard me, and they were like, we just ended the match. I'm that stops
0: upset, guys. Let's <laughs> win.
1: Like, they're like, we're sorry, sir. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that's And that's something that AEW does, which I think is cool. WWE, I don't know if they ever did... Uh, not for regular matches, but they, br- they brought back time limits, which is something that used to exist uh, in back in the day in yeah. the old school promotions where you have the option of a draw, which I feel like in the world of wrestling, pro wrestling, it adds to more storytelling elements that you can use. Yeah. Um, like, John Moxley is undefeated in singles competition in AEW, but that's because he went to a draw once with Pac. Okay. Or Pac, however you pronounce it. So, it's like, yeah, he's undefeated, but he hasn't won all of his matches. Okay. So, now you can argue, hey, Pac has been unstoppable, including beating Orange Cassidy. John Moxley is champ. I feel like Pack now earns an opportunity because Moxley never beat him. Yeah. So, it's like, boom, right there, there's a story element introduced. Yeah. And because they do a win-loss record in AEW... That also adds to it, too. So you have number one contenders who are true number one contenders because you look at their win-loss record and everything. So it's like different elements like that, which they try to make it more like a real sport, which yeah. I think adds to the storytelling, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. You know. But, um, yeah, so we went to the show. Uh, good show. Yeah, it was overall. awesome.
1: Uh, it was definitely a good experience. I yeah. enjoyed it. Again, Winchester Arena, awesome arena. Yeah, I loved it. it. Yeah. I liked it. I would definitely come back to do see another show here. Yeah. Um, Any final thoughts?
0: No nah, man, um, aw, you know, knocked it out the park. Uh, did a great job, and definitely looking forward to the Prudential Center show.
1: Yeah, um, unfortunately, I won't be going to that one, whether I'm working it or not. Um, but I'm going to get some fried chicken right now. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting the podcast. Have a great week.